Okay, so we are starting the third week of Gezel, third and final week actually of Gezel. Next week, Bez Hashem will start a new month's topic. Um, I already have the booklet since we're a week behind because I was sitting Shiva, so we're a week behind. Um, but I have already the new booklets in my house for the next month. So we're going to talk about, um, today we are going to talk about um, different types of Gezel Midrabonon. Till now we talked about all different types of Gezel the last few weeks. And tonight we're going to talk about the Rabbonon Dike Gezels. So if we turn to page 66, I guess, um, 66 is the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Davchav Dalar Amad Beis, and the Mishnah talks about different psulim that are possible for Eidus, or to be a Dayan. And the Mishnah says one of them is Hamasachek Bekuvya, and uh, then Amalva Beribis, and then Amafriche Yoinim. And those are the two that we're going to focus on. Hamasachek Bekuvya, someone who plays with dice, a gambler. And a mafriche yoinim is also, as we'll see what that is also. And Rashi says over here that kulu mefarish begemara vikulon me'ein gazlonim heim. They're similar to gazlonim. They're a me'ein of gazlonim. They're not actual gazlonim, but they have a relationship to gazlonim. And therefore the Rabbanon made them posuleidus. So if you turn to the next page on page 67, and this is where it's a little bit more clear about what we are talking about here. And this is in Hilchas Gzela and Chaysha Mishpat, Shin Ayin, Sif Aleph, Yesh Dvarim Sha'asru Chachamim Mishum Gezel. There are some things that the Chachamim said are Asr to do because of Gezel. And if you do them, You are a Gazlon Midirabona. What are they? Mafriche Yoinim or Mesachim Bekovya. People who are Mafriche Yoinim and Mesachim Bekovya. So says the Shulchan Aruch, what are Mafriche Yoinim? Literally, it's someone who flies birds. Ketzad. So according to the Shulchan Aruch, he says it means Lo Yafriach Adam Besoich HaYishuv Shu Loikeach Mamanach Erim Shaloikedin. It's talking about if you in a settled, inhabited place, in a city, a person should not fly his pigeons around because they go and they take Shaloi Kedin. Why? If you send out a male bird, he usually finds a Shidduch and it brings back the female with it. So now you stole somebody's female bird. Sometimes it's the opposite. It's not only pigeons. Any bird, So was a way of getting one animal or one bird to steal for you to get another bird towards you um, uh, to, to come along with it. So that is that is mafriach If you turn the page, page sixty-eight, People who play with dice. What are, what's the case? They use wood, or they use um, uh, stones, or they use bones, and they make a deal between each other. Whoever wins in whatever game they're playing will get this amount of money. It's called gambling. 
And this is betting on races. You play with animals. Whichever one, maybe they're fighting each other, whichever one wins. Whichever one runs ahead, that's a race. He'll take from his friend this amount of money. So the Shulchan Aruch says, anything like this is Gezel Midivrayim. It's Aser Midirabonon and it's Gezel Midirabonon. And we'll see in a moment. Now, Yesh Mishoimer continues the Shulchan Aruch. There are those who say, Shamasachik Bekuvyo Im Hagoy Einboy Mishum Gezel. The only time gambling is a problem of Gezel is if you gamble with a Jew. But if you gamble with a guy, there's no problem of gazel because this whole din is only midrabanan. The rabbanan made this din of gazel between two Jews. Between a Jew and a guy, they didn't get involved. If you want to gamble and you want to take from the guy, we don't have to worry about it. It's not our problem. If it would be gazel midraisa, we're going to learn about this in the future. But gazel from a guy is us. You're not allowed to steal from a guy, even from a guy. But gazel midivrayam, the rabbanan, the Rabbanon made Gezel in these inyanim between two Jews. Not between a Jew and a guy. But you have another problem when you sit and you gamble, says the Shulchan Aruch. You're not, you're not stealing from the guy, but you're involved in Dvarim B'Telem, a waste of time. Don't get nervous, Herschel. Don't worry, I'm getting to you. Don't worry. You see, you get nervous there. <laughs> a person should spend his time with 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 uh, with intellectual pursuits, and things that help people out in the world. Um, so that's the Yesh Mishaimer. So there's a Yesh Mishaimer that says that there's no problem of gazel with a guy, but you have a problem that you're not being Isaac in Yeshuvah shall Oilam. You're not being Isaac in productive things. You're wasting your time. V'cholku alav, says the Shulchan Aruch, but they argue on him, That is only a problem if that's your entire livelihood. If your whole livelihood, your, everything you do, is just gambling, so you're not Isaac be Yeshuvah shall Oilam. But... If you have another uh, job and you make money and you're involved in regular normal pursuits and on the side you want to gamble, so says this Yesh Mishoimer that you, it's not a problem of Yeshuvah Shal Oilam. Again, but this is all in the world between the Jew and the guy. Between the Jew and the Jew, this Shita holds its Gezel, Midrabana. They said to a guy it's not Gezel, but you're wasting your time. But only if that's your only profession. That's all the world of the Shulchan Aruch. Says the Ramah, If the guy has another profession, He's even more mekel. That even if you play with a Jew, you're not possible for Eidos, you're not possible for Dayanus. The Minik, says the Ramah, is like this Shita. Lesachik bekovia that you can gamble the ain pasul elam misha ain loy omnes alohu. The only people who are pasul leidus it's if that's their entire profession. Now, what's the background to this whole halacha? This background to this whole halacha is really the Gemara on Chavdalit Amud Beis on page sixty six, and the Gemara over there says 
If you look back at, on that page, Mesachet Bekuvya on the Gemara, Mike Ovid. What's he doing by gambling? What's the problem, says the Gemara? Amar Ami Barchama Mishum Dehavi Asmachta V'asmachta Loikanya. Asmachta means when you make a deal, but you don't really ever think that you're going to be on the losing end of it. And then when you lose and you have to pay, you didn't really want, you didn't really want that deal. So Rabbi Barakama holds, whenever a person gambles, he doesn't really ever want to end up paying. He always wants to win. So he's putting it out there that if I lose, I'll pay. But he never really wants to do it. So when it comes time to pay, he doesn't really want to pay. Now he does give it because that's the deal. But the Rabbanon came along and said, the guy doesn't want to do it. So whoever's taking the money from him is like stealing from him. Because he doesn't really want this. That's called Asmach Deloikanya. So according to that, it's Gezel Midrabanan. And that's the first shita in the Shulchan Aruch that we quoted, that between two Jews, it's a problem of stealing. Why? I, we had a deal. The deal was, if I win, you're right, I can't take, the, take the money. If I lose, I have to pay you. But asmach leikanya. Asmach leikanya. So any money that you get in such a deal, the guy never really wanted. And therefore the Rabbanan said it's called stealing. Rav That's not called an asmachta. Um, that's not called asmachta. And Rashi explains why it's not called asmachta. And the reason is because um, the case of asmachta is where you make a deal that let's say I don't plow this field, then I'll pay you a million dollars, Right? You plan on plowing the fields and you have the ability to plow the field. If for some reason an accident happened then you couldn't and the guy says, okay, owe me a million dollars. One second. Asmachta. I never really meant that. I never thought that part of the deal would ever come into reality. But the reason I didn't think it would come to reality is because I'm able to plow a field. I could do my side of the bargain. When you gamble, you have no idea how the dice are going to roll. So you can't say, well, I never really meant this because I knew that I'm going to win. You didn't know you are going to win. There's no way for you to know you're going to win. It's not biyodcha to make yourself win. Asmachta is when the side that you are the one doing, you're able to do. If I don't, if I plow, if I don't plow the field, I'll pay you a million dollars. Well, I could plow the field. But in a case of gambling, when you say if I win or I lose, win or lose, it's the roll of the dice. There's nothing biyodcha. That's what... Who is this? That's what Rav Shesha says. So he says, the dice is not a problem, Asmachta. It's a deal. And finish. It's not a problem. So what's the problem? It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. What's the difference between the two Tarutzim? If you're involved in another omnis, if you're involved in another profession, you're not wasting your time in Yeshuva Shalaylam. But if he holds the problem of gazela, doesn't make a difference what your profession is. If at this point you're a gazla, at this point you're a gazla. Now, um, there's two understandings here. Why is it that someone who is not oisik bi yeshuva shal oilam, why is he actually pasle See, if he's a goslin, so Chachamim said, anyone who's a goslin, that means you don't take someone else's money seriously, you're willing to steal, even if it's midrabonon, so how can we trust you to say that Ruben owes Shimon money? Money to you is you do what you want with it. You're not trustworthy. 
But if without problem of stealing, there's a problem that I'm not involved in yeshuva shel oilam, productive things. So why is that a problem of giving edus that Ruve knows Shimon money? So there's two there's two ways of understanding this. Um, the um, the Sma here writes that the reason that second does Rashi say anything on the Gemara? I don't think so. Um, the the Sma writes that a person who is misachik um, bekuvia and he doesn't have another job, he doesn't know kama kasha harvachas hamaz adam. He doesn't know how hard it is to earn an honest dollar. If you're, all your whole life is involved in gambling, you never worked hard for money, so you don't know how hard it is for people to earn money. And if you don't have that appreciation of how much, how hard it is to earn a dollar, so nekel be'en of checker. So the whole money to you is not a valuable thing. You never worked for it. So therefore, it's not a big thing for you if you're going to be made a sheker because you don't have a value for money. You don't have a value for money. Um, <clears throat> you don't have a value for money. So that is, the Sma says, why someone who's not Isaac B'Yeshuva Shal Eilam is Pasol Le'edus. Um, there's another Pshah in the Sma, but that's, let's leave it for, it gets involved in another Machlaikas. Let's leave it, that's the simple understanding. Let's leave it with one understanding of not being Isaac B'Yeshuva Shal Eilam. But if you have, this makes sense, but if you have another profession, so you earn on his dollar, on the side you want to make some money uh, gambling or lose money gambling, whichever way, you go in there to win, but it goes both ways. So therefore, that you, you still have an appreciation because you have another job. But if, you, uh, but if you have nothing else but this, you don't have appreciation of money. So these are some dinim of Gezel Midrabonin. So that's a Mesachet Bekuvia, um, according to at least one shita, is a Gazlon Midrabonin. See, again, we're not learning here Hilchas Edus, right? We're learning here Hilchas Gezela. So Negeat to us, Negat to us, we have to know if a guy who gambles is a Gazlam Midrabanan or not. Is he stealing? So the Ramah is telling us no, as long as he has another job, he has another job, there's no problem of Gazel because this is not a smachta, and that's it. And what, either there's a separate problem of gambling is not doing anything productive, so as long as you have another umnus, there is no problem. There is no problem with this at all. I recently heard on uh, I saw I heard a, a um, there's a, a, a Rosh Hashiva in Lakewood. His name is Reb Gershon Ribner. He was the son-in-law of Reb Schneider Cutler. He's uh, my 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 nephew's married to his daughter, and he has these questions and answers. He has a chavad, and I saw a, a head, uh, you know the title of it. Uh, my my father-in-law. Uh, makes his money through gambling, and he supports me. Do I have to worry about it? You know, um, so you know, do can I take the money from him? That was the question. And basically, he says we paskin asma. He, he said we anyways paskin asmachta kanya, but he meant to say we paskin like uh, that. This is not asmachta. That's what he meant to say. And um, and it's not a problem. That's what he said. And then he said, 
And if your father-in-law is in the nursing home business industry, where uh, you know half of it is, is stealing from the government that, that nobody had a question about, and uh, if he's in the real estate business, he went through every industry because everything. So basically, he says it's not a you know just take the money and finish. Everything's okay. You know what I mean? You don't worry about it. So uh, it was a very uh, cute uh, cute child. So anyway, so that is what we're learning over here. Legabe hilchas gazela, legabe legabe gambling. Gambling is not gazela. Yes. Be clear, if someone like me, yeah, you laugh and before I ask a question. Because I know the question already. Will, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So I have, here I am, I have another job. Okay. If I play online poker and I listen to TorianTime.com at the same time, so I, so I, so I, therefore I bypass the, the insert that Rav Sheshis has of wasting my time at the same time. Very good. Okay. I'm just saying, is, is this. <laughs> the only one monkey wrench into your whole cheshman I'm going to throw in yeah, sure. is Shalom Bias. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a part of Yeshua Shalom also. <laughs> right? <laughs> the monkey wrench into that, you know. <laughs> so, okay, fine. Let us now go to another Gazlan Midrabanon. Um, and that is on the next page, page 69. But we are going to go actually to page 70. 69 is the Gemara, and the Shulchan Aruch repeats the Gemara. So we are going to go to page 70. And these are referring to Ketanim. Mitzias Chere Shoite Vekaton. If a Chere Shoite Vekaton finds something, Ein Boi Mishum Gezel. There is no din of Gezel. Elam Ipnei Darke Shalim. Except for Darke Shalom. None of these people, these Chereshayit uh, Vikatan, have a yad to be able to be kaina. They don't have the ability to acquire things. In order to acquire something, you need to have das. A Chereshayit, a deaf mute, a shaita, or a child, don't, Chazal tell us, don't have that das to be able to acquire things. So if they find something, so it doesn't really, and they pick it up, and they want to keep it, it's not theirs, Minataira. They can't acquire it. But Chazal said, we want to make a din that it's gezel because of Darke Shalom. If kids are going to pick up things and then adults are going to go and take them from them, it's going to make a lot of trouble. And the fathers are going to fight with each other. We're not interested. It's gezel midrabonon. Someone stole it from a child. So, Bezdin cannot take it away from the adult who stole it from him, because since it's only Gezel Midrabanan, Gezel Midrabanan, you're Ivana Isser, but Bezdin will not make you pay. So that's Gezel Midrabanan. Now he says, Vidafka Mitsia, Shein Dasacheris Maknaloi. Now, when it comes to a child, he has no ability to acquire. But if someone gifts him something, so there's the concept of Dasacheris Maknaloi. An adult's das could make the kinyan for the child. So I, a child cannot on his own acquire something. But an adult could give him something and it becomes his midairaisa. It becomes his midairaisa. I, he doesn't have das, he doesn't need das. The das acheres, the adult, is makne. He is the one who acquires it to, to him. So therefore, we're referring to an art, a lost art, a thing that he found. There's no das acheres. What happens if a child does mows your lawn and you give him $10 and then on the way home an adult steals $10, the $10 from him. An adult says, listen, uh, he can't be kind it. No. I, the adult, I, a different adult, gave it to him. Belongs to him. 
No one can take it from him. Someone takes it from him, go to Bezdin, and Bezdin will obligate him to pay. So it's only if there's no one giving it to him. If he finds it on his own, then he can't, doesn't have the ability to acquire. Someone else gifts it or gives it to him or pays him. Fine. Now, that is an independent child. Mitzias binoi ubitoi asmuchim ashokhanai. Let's say a person has a child who he supports. Afal pishem gedolim, and they're over bar mitzvah, but he supports them, and they find something. Umetzias bitei hanara, and his daughter who is a nara, afal pishem nesemechas hashulchanai. So she's even younger, even if she's not real, she's not supported by him. Since he supports all these people, Chazal were misakin, since he supports them, in return, if they find the lost object, it belongs to him. Says the, the Ramah, even if they earn money, if a child earns money, and he's being supported by his father, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that it belongs to the father automatically. In return for support, he gets whatever they find and he gets their money. Now on the bottom, Rabbi Kivager brings an itter that says no. That money that children earn, even if they are being supported by their parents, Enam Shalav does not belong to the father. So it's a machlaik, it's about money that he earned. Mitzias, things that he found, everybody agrees belongs to the parent. If a child, even over bar mitzvah, finds something and he's being supported by his father, his father gets it. That's the halacha. If he earns money being supported by his father, that's a machlaikas here between the Ramah and the Sefer Eitzer. Does the child get to keep it or does the father get it? But his child, if he's under bar mitzvah, that he does not support, or or his avodim who are Jewish, and his wife who is divorcing, but he hasn't divorced yet, What happens if someone gives a present to a child? that is being supported by his father, Harehi Shalaviv. It belongs to the father. So that means to say, if someone gave your child a gift for his bris, and he gave you a $50 bond, in the old days they used to give bonds for kids who were born, right? It doesn't belong to the child. It belongs to the parent. He wants to spend the money, however he wants to spend the money. And the kid's going to wake up one day, where's my bond? Sorry, it belongs to me. I supported you, it belongs to me. Again, this is a child. Because this is a matana. Avaloi bivnoi hagadol, but not his overbar mitzvah son. Overbar mitzvah son, even though he supports him, if someone gives him a present, it belongs to, it belongs to the son. So, for example, bar mitzvah gifts that are given to children, or it's a bar mitzvah bachram. So, if it's before their bar mitzvah, and the check comes in the mail, so it's a gift, belongs to the father. Because a child being supported by his father. If he gets the gift when he's over bar mitzvah ready, so then it belongs to himself. So these are, these are cases that, you know, when children have money or children ha- earn money and get presents and the father wants to use the money 
for whatever he wants to use it for, whether it's to help pay for the kid's bar mitzvah or his tuition or his camp or whatever he wants it for, who's, who does the money really belong to? It really depends on the situation here. If he made money and he's being supported by the father, it's a machlaikas who, owes, who owes the, owns the money. If he got a gift, depends if he got it on the bar mitzvah, he gave, got it over bar mitzvah. It's a big nafkamina. So again, if the child decides to give it to his father, that's a different story. The question is, who actually owns the money? So in these cases, these are all dinimidrabonon. If the father incorrectly takes the money, he's over on exela midrabonon. So that is another case. These cases where your child, he's still cut, he's not, you know, not the government's and he takes something, and it, it, so he doesn't say that's it. Then we show up because he's, you know, the father, I mean, if the father has an acquire to what the son, whatever the son gets, never is really is the father's. So, is there any type of acquire the father has on what the son has? You mean if a son steals? Yeah. Oh, you're asking if a child steals? Yes. If or, a child steals, it's his problem. Or you find something. You find something. You should, you know, you found something and put in the equipment. So, there's no, there's no opinion. But does the father have an acquire to what he has? Not that he have to. Well, we're saying a metziah of a child that's being supported by his father goes to the father. Right. right? It belongs to the father. So would your father have any acquires or any type of status of, of, of gazelles? No, 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 no. If the child steals, that's a, then that's nothing to do with the father. Uh-huh. Right? And there's a whole shiloh. A child who steals, right, it says when he becomes a bar mitzvah, it's a midas chasidus to return whatever he stole. Really, really children, the Gemara, the Mishnah says, pigi al ra. Right? Meaning a child is not a good thing because they could damage you, they could do things, and they don't have to pay anything. I mean, they're part really. But uh, when they get older, the Chayyim Mishabura brings down from the Chayyadam, there's an Indian to return. If they stole something or they damaged, there's a Psachatzi, Midas Chadisidus to do it. But here, really, you're right. When he picks up and see he's not kind it. Right? But the Rabbanan made it that it belongs to the father. He has to go give it to his father. Okay, so that is another case. Well, the request to return to the person. Well, if it's, if it's something that needs to be returned, right, then he has a Christ to return it, yeah. We're talking about Matziah, there's a lot to keep. A Matziah, the child's a lot to keep, then belongs, belongs to the father. Okay, and the last topic we're going to talk about tonight is, we're going to start it at least, is on page 75, and that is the Shulchan Aruch here. Again, there's a, there's a, there's a Gemara on page 74, but let's go straight to the Shulchan Aruch, um, because, it's, again, it's, it's, it's the same thing. Are you allowed to purchase stolen merchandise? Purchasing stolen merchandise. So Shulchan Aruch here says, it's Hilchus Geneva, you're not allowed to buy from a Ganev something that he stole, the oven Godalu, it's a big Avera. You're supporting people who are doing Averas because if they have nowhere to unload their goods, they're going to stop stealing. It's not a very lucrative profession anymore. The only reason stealing is a good profession is because someone's buying the stuff from them. He's able to fence it. He's able to get rid of it. Not only are not allowed to purchase from him, stolen things because that's like helping him. You can't help him with anything that will enable him to steal, says the Ramah. And the Taz says, 
Let's say a guy comes to you and he needs help with something. And you have a little bit of a schmack. It smells real funny here. It's, maybe he's going to be doing, using whatever you're helping with him with to, uh, to steal. So you'll say, okay, but I, okay, if it's bad, no. Says the Taz, even a suffix, that's how far away you should stay from it. Now on the next page, on 77, he brings the Aruch HaShulchan there, in Sif Aleph, who quotes also this Shulchan Aruch, and um, he also, in the middle, the middle of the, about six, seven, eight lines down, he, say, he brings the Taz, He gives an example, a married woman, and she comes to you and she wants you to make copies of the, these keys, but don't tell my husband that I'm making copies of them, right? So that's a little, uh, you know, doesn't smell so good. She's trying to steal from his lockbox. So she went while he was out, made copy of the keys. So again, you don't know Vadai. He, he says it's Vadai. But even if you don't know Vadai, a suffix more. Now he continues. Rabbeinu Gershim Aragoyla Tikein Bigzeira Chamura. Rabbeinu Gershim made a takana Bigzeira Chamura, the very serious decree. Shaloy Lekabel Gneva Ismeakum. You're not allowed to accept from Goyim, even from Goyim, things that they stole. There's not only a Jewish thing. So till now we're saying it's Jews. Machziki Deoivre Avera. Jews stealing is an Avera. If you help them, you're helping them do an Avera. It might not be Lifnaiver, but it's for sure Misayeya. You're helping them. Rabbeinu Gershom said you can't even take from Goyim. Why? There have been a lot, a lot of problems because of this. Because what happened was, people who didn't realize what was going on, you bought it from them and then you passed it on to the next guy, and all of a sudden the police come and they find some innocent guy with stolen goods. He's supposed to know that you, the Jew, who passed it on to him, got it from a guy? It causes a lot of problems. Stolen goods being in Jewish property, especially, you know, in days in, in, in Europe and things like that, any excuse to make a pogrom was an excuse. So he says so many different kilkulim to innocent people. Someone who doesn't want to listen to this gzeira, you could do anything to force him to make sure that he doesn't do such things. So that is the that is the Rabbeinu Gershom extending this. Not only Jews to Jews, you can't help them with stolen goods, even from even from goyim. Now the last thing is here on the next page, in page 78. And that is the Gemara, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but it's really based on this Gemara on page 74 in Bava Kama. And the Gemara says there are certain things that are either suspected or assumed that they are stolen property. Um, he says, for example, if shepherds are selling wool or milk, um, or kid goats for that matter, Shepherds aren't usually in that business. They're in charge of washing sheep. So why all of a sudden on the side are they selling some wool? You know why? Because they sheared the wool off the owner's thing and they're selling it on the side. Where are they getting milk from? They stole it. These people are assumed that they, they stole it. Um, um, 
Or, or the Shulchan Aruch says that, or let's say someone who's, um, who's guarding fruit, and, or, uh, or, and he wants to sell you some fruit, or he wants to sell you some wood. Also, we assume he stole it, unless he's doing it in public. If he went to the public market and he's selling it, that means the owner is aware of what's going on, and you could assume it's not stolen. But says the Shulchan Aruch, Any of these people, even the ones who we assume have the right to sell, if they tell you, hide it away quickly, then you know there's a problem, right? You assume that they stole it. And the Gemara continues, Even you can't buy from women or from children. Only things that you assume that the husband or the father knows about. And the Gemara says, and the Shulchan Aruch says, In Galil, the, uh, if it was Kli Pishtan, it was linen things, so husbands allowed their wives to sell that. Um, if it's uh, eggs and chickens, that's Becham Akaim. And again, again, any time that they say, but you have to hide it, that's already a red flag. And this is the same halacha on page 81 in Hilchas Gezela. One place is in Geneva, the other place is in, in, in Gezela, where he talks about that you're not allowed to buy from any Ganov who stole something, you're not allowed to help him, you're not allowed to, and over here he says, and so on and so forth. So this is repeated in Hilchas Geneva and in Hilchas Gezela, the same halacha. So tonight we talked about a few different things. The first two topics we talked about were Gezela Midrabanan. One of them was talking about gamblers, if they are Gazlana Midrabanan or not. We came out la halacha, they are not Gazlana Midrabanan. Now there is a Mishnabura in Hilchas Shabbos where he talks about gambling and, play, and things like that. And he writes a Lashen that it's a vak gazel. It's like the dust of stealing. Which is interesting because according to the Ramah, it's not really, it's not really stealing. Now, he's not paskining over there any halachas. It's like, yeah, he's just saying it's not a, not a productive thing necessarily to be involved in. But I don't think he's coming la halacha la maisa. That you got to look in, in Chaysha Mishpat the way we, we just saw that there's no real problem of gazel. And if you have another profession, there's no problem of yeshuvah shal oilam. We talked about Kitanim, what their stuff is. Sometimes they are kind of things, only Midrabanan. Other times they, they have things that belong to, um, to, their, uh, to their parents. And the last thing we talked about tonight was that you're not allowed to be machzik, you're not allowed to encourage Ganavim by buying things from them that they're selling because that encourages them. And there are certain people who we assume probably stole whatever they're selling you. And even if not, if they have a right to sell it, but if they tell you to hide it, then we assume they stole it, and therefore you're not allowed to be involved in that either. And Bez Hashem, on Wednesday we will continue with some other halachas of Hilchas Gezela to finish up this sogya.